This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Welcome to the ship Pequod. Call me Ishmael. I'm happy to give you passage, but uh, you're going to have to pull your weight. We three, my, my brother, myself, and Safi, we're, we're part of something. This group's whole purpose is to protect people's stories. I don't know, we, we could use someone like you. What? I'm, I'm Herman. Hi. How long have you been this boat? Are you the boat? I'm, you? I'm basically the boat. As Penny moves to join Awen and Bertram on the deck below, on the far horizon, a dark spout emits from the surface of the water, and a shadowy figure torpedoes towards your ship. Where we last left off, the three of you were able to begin exploring the Pequod, captained by an older tiefling named Captain Ahab. Penny, you are now joining Awen and Bertram to share what you've discovered. So, uh, Penny is really surprised that she felt a little left out that they were talking without her. So she's kind of wrestling with that strangeness, but she, um, she's trying to play it off. So she walks up to the guys. She, uh, she turns to them and says, so what is the... What's the vibe you guys are getting from this ship? I, there's some, this is not just a boat, right? This is, there's some strange no, things afoot. Well, how do you guys feel about I, this place? I, I think his name is Herman, to be, to be completely honest with you. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, have you named the boat? Anyone? The spirit. Did you name, did you name the, are you the person who names your boats? Well, I mean, I kind of ran into, ran into him. It, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't assign gender to the boat. Uh, it said its name was Herman, is all I know, and it was a little uncomfortable. Um, but anyways, probably they, it, they, it is probably listening as we speak. Just want to give you a heads up. I, uh, about I, that. Bertram, lean, Bertram leans over to Penelope and says, I think the seasickness has made him crazy. I think no, he's I lost know. it. I think he's lost it. Her, Herman, can you hear me, Herman? Oh yes, we 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 all hear Herman. Oh yes, yes Herman. What a what? This is such a nice boat. We're all Herman's so all happy us. with the boat. Thank Smooth you keel. for thank you for letting me stand on you, Herman. Oh, thank you. Oh, crazy. Um, anyway, all right. Now that He's we've gone crazy. now that we've humored this. Yes. Hey guys. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm over here. Oh, yes. Who was that? Yes. Who was that? 
That's You're welcome. Name. You could you could stand on the ship anytime. I I am not the ship, and yet I'm I'm just I'm just the masthead. I, I'm I'm the figurehead over here. Awen, oh, I okay. demand. Now I it makes now it makes sense. I demand you tell me how you're doing this, Awen. Are you throwing your voice somewhere? Like ventriloquism? I can't throw my voice. This is not me. This is Herman. I met him it at the front of the boat. It's wooden. I don't know. I, I don't know. Herman? Are, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh. I'm, I'm over here. Are you... Oh, not, pleasure, pleasure to meet you, uh, Herman. Uh, my name is Bertram. Uh... Can you hear us always? Are you listening? Are you watching people go to the bathroom and sorts like that? Are you spying well, that on That can't apply to you. Oh, hell no, Herman. Not me, but I still care about other people's dignity. There no, are I, ladies I, on this boat. You are such an empathetic robot. Thank you. No, I, I, I can't. I can't see it all. Uh, no, that, that's not what I do. I, I'm the lookout here, so I... I'm a lookout who ahead. can't see. A lookout who can't see. Oh. I know, funny, isn't it? But Brilliant. Uh, no, I I can hear in certain areas of the boat uh, that I have been given access to, her, her like the the captain's quarters, because I talk to Ahab and I let him know what I see. I I can hear um, in certain holdings, like with the where where Millie is. She, I, I I know that you know Millie, but no, I can't hear in every single room. Well, Herman, what room, what room can't you hear in, I guess? Uh, just for curiosity's sake. You know, no, yeah. for no Maybe we can make an no improvement. You know? We could talk to the captain about improving your signal strength. I, I can't hear in the, in the very bottom level. It's just uh, the, hmm. the, on the deck, and, and then I can hear in uh, level one. That's it. Must be something with the radio frequencies, and, you know, and I just, I, I kind of like mouth to them, like, let's go down. Let's go down to the bottom of the boat. Fuck this oh. guy. Oh, I'm sorry, Herman. I think Awen and Penelope have to go number two. I think they need to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. We need to, uh, we need to go downstairs. But pleasure. So pleasure this is where your empathy ends. <laughs> this is where your empathy ends. That tea is running right through them. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, pleasure. All right. Bye. Are we going downstairs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as we're walking, I, I kind of just lean, and <clears throat> I guess like I'm, I'm probably walking behind you two. I would imagine you two are walking side to side, and I'm kind of a little bit behind, and I just, y'all, I, I just want to say, uh, I, I'm, I, I made a lot of stupid decisions back at that castle. Um, I shouldn't have, well, I definitely shouldn't have run in there to that door. Uh, I was just real dumb, real, I feel real kind of dumb about that. And I'm not used to being dumb and it makes me feel really bad. And that was crazy what happened over there. And I mean, it, it, they, they rigged it with some kind of explosive. I mean, what, what happened? Well, if it, if oh. it makes, if it makes you feel any better, Awen, I think we all feel a bit foolish after having followed a flyer across across towns and cities just to find ourselves in some kind of murder nest and that was i mean probably not smart on any of us but well, we well speak for yourself birdie bot but <laughs> uh, do you think you came off looking brilliant did you all right all right i think 
think I did. Other than I, I had moments, but I, I felt pretty confident with my performance in there. But that being said, I something strange was afoot up in there, and I, I had an interesting chat with Agatha, and I got some information. I basically update them on the conversation I had with Agatha and say, I mean, I'm, and then I tell them like how I immediately turned it down because God, we don't need, we don't need that. Um, so oh. I did you guys a favor. I said, oh, no for us. We're fine. We don't have to be part of some rebel alliance uh, who thinks they're the good guys just because they don't kill people. So, you know, you're welcome. You, sh- you said we and us, Penny. Seemed like you were uh, hightailing it away from us half the time. I thought you uh, were on for your own and Pip. I am for myself, but I have grown fond of your ability, your tendency to buy me drinks and uh, birdies here, tendency to have really long arms to get us across things. Though That's just useful. It's pretty useful. I mean, speaking of that, yeah, yeah, pulls, uh, pull goes into the, the front of his jumper on uh, the front pouch. So his jumper is like kind of like a safari. Looks like a safari shorts. He's wearing shorts, blue skin. You know, it's it's very great. Oh, is it, um, is it like one of those fishing vests? Yeah, yeah, it's got like a lot of pockets and all kinds of good fun stuff. And so he pulls out a uh, he pulls out a flask. And he says, "I hope you like uh, I hope you like uh, grain alcohol." And he passes it over. Perfect, because we're out of mead. Again, it's it's water to me. It'll do nothing, but but. But the the the, I, the gesture the gesture is still there. Um, wait, Mister Bertram, have you ever heard of boiled linseed oil? It can, it's a penetrating oil that can get inside all the nooks and crannies. I I, I just you give it a try if you want. I got some. Yeah, I got it in my satchel. All all thi- all all mull it all mull it over. Um, all right. But yeah, going back to what Penelope was saying, yeah, it seems that what started off as as a reluctant gathering of us just for survival in Dr. Frankenstein's castle. Here we are still united on some kind of common journey together. What do you imagine that we'll be separating soon? Or I, I don't, I don't know about you two. What I, where where are you two off to? Well, I'm kind of out in the world trying to establish my, Linseed oil business. My lens, my boiled oh, linseed oil business. Your, your penetration <laughs> business. My I've always wanted to be a carpetbagger. <laughs> I pull no. Bertram aside and I educate him on MLMs and uh, essential oils, and then we rejoin. <laughs> now, if I can just get you in, and then you get a couple friends. Now, um, <laughs> I have to go out. I had to leave my circle and go out. You see, I've been training. I've been training for all these years in the woods. I have a goal. I'm going towards establishing a druid circle. Um, but I got to say, uh, I'm along for the ride. You know, I don't have any specific place I'm going. So if we're on this boat, we go on a little bit of adventure. It's good by me. So, so it sounds like you're kind of in the same boat that I am. Uh, pun definitely intended. Uh, <laughs> that... <laughs> We're both looking for adventure, aimless and looking for training and looking for jobs and looking for, for ways to make a living. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, exactly right. And Penelope, what, what about you? What are you, what are you looking for? What, you know, what Why are you, what, are you what's here? Next, what's next for you? 
a lady does not kiss and tell. But I will say that I have learned over the years that it is not useful to make a decision before one has to. So right now we are, to borrow your joke, we are in the same boat. We're going to be on this boat for a while. And I enjoy, I enjoy working with you two. And it is always useful to have friends on the road. So though I make no promises, um, I think it's really nice being the leadership, the leader of this group. And I'm happy to help instruct you guys and guide us into whatever escapades and whatever come at the moment. So though I make no promises to stick around this entire time, because who knows what's coming? And I wouldn't expect the same of either of you. Um, I'm happy to accept the role of group leader and to bring us to the next um, money making or uh, growing situation. Penny, who hurt? Who hurt you? Like, who hurt you? I appreciate you saving my bacon, and uh, and I definitely in, enjoy working with you too. But you know, Awen, did you did you hear though what she said? She called us friends, and I think somewhere below that rough exterior, there's some mushy goo inside. So I see through you. I see through you. Penelope, you might come off and pretending that you don't care. And maybe sometimes you don't, but I think sometimes you do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. I'm never going to get sick of saying that. (laughs) Hey guys, it's me, your master teacher, Caitlin. Um, I'm just here to to remind you yet again that our show is every other Wednesday. There's a brand new one, so every two weeks you're guaranteed to find what's going on in the latest installment in our ongoing story with Awyn, Bertram, and Penny. Um, But I also wanted to remind you that you can contact us in many different ways. You can find us uh, through email. You can email us omamamshow at gmail.com. But you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at omamamshow. And on there, we would love your feedback. If you have any questions for any one of us um, or just questions about the story or playing Dungeons and Dragons in general, Or if you have suggestions, suggestions for stories that you would like me to incorporate into the ongoing narrative that is unfolding in your lovely eardrums. Um, Or if you have any suggestions for characters or character names that you would love to see or any homebrew items that you've come up with or you'd love to see. So 
Let's hear it. Please drop us a line. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, that's all I'm going to say here. So let's get back to the show. The sound of heavy uh, footsteps coming down the ladder stops your private conversation short. And as uh, the person appears more and more, um, you see another tiefling who looks very, very similar to Captain Ahab, um, but a little bit younger, um, approach. And he looks a little startled to see you. Where'd you three come from? Uh what are you what are you doing down here? We're just growing lima beans uh to process. Sure. What are you what do you do down here? Actually, I I'm looking for my son, uh Tashtego. I, another another tiefling. He looks kind of like me, um but usually he's down here in the hold cuz he manages our cargo. And I was actually hoping that he would help me haul up another one of our barrels of mead. We got some Barrels in the next room. We have like a dozen of them. This room over here. This room. This room yes. over here. <laughs> yeah. That, you know she's small, but she's very strong. Do you do you yeah. need all all help? Yeah. I mean, I, I I do think I'm a fairly strong person, but you know, I I can't lift these barrels all by myself. And well, we need a couple up up on the top. So if you guys could help me carry up a couple, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, what's what's your name? Name Starbuck, by the way. He reaches out his hand to shake yours. I'm the first mate. Ahab's nice my cousin. You, uh, nice to meet you too. And it, what's your name? Uh, it's Awen. Nice to meet Awen, you. nice to meet you. Uh, what, what's your name, ma'am? Uh, Penelope. Nice to meet you. And shake I am Mr. Bertram. Oh, pleasure. Oh pleasure. my. Whoa. You are. <laughs> I heard we had three new ones on that were very interesting, but they didn't exactly prep me for what, what you are what what are you i am like you right now sir i am a seaman until otherwise noted but oh my i god. am here penny rolls her eyes oh my god i am a ruffian just like you fellow lower class we're all here grunts together i'm in it with <laughs> you anyone shakes his head Penny just leaves. She just goes into the room to grab the the mead barrels because she cannot be here for this anymore. All right. Uh, nice to meet you, new recruit. I think I'm uh, sorry. I think they went off to look for for your son. Uh, but I will help. I, I I will help. Point at something for me to carry, Starbuck, and I will carry it. I assure you. Excellent. Uh, I mean, could you carry this barrel all by by yourself? This barrel of mead right here. No, oh, I can certainly try, good sir. And am I rolling to see if I can do that? Yeah, why don't you roll a strength for me? All right. First roll of this round. Let's see if it's above five. That is ten. Yeah, you're able to, um, with, with a little bit of, of difficulty, but you're able to muster up enough strength to like, like show that where, you could get one by yourself. You, where do you want it, sir? Uh, top deck so so uh, sailor up, you're, you're, all, up all those stairs uh, right away sir thanks thanks good man um uh elf why, why don't you go go help him make sure he doesn't make a fool of himself and i'll, I'll help her carry one more mr bertram I'll, let me walk up backwards come on now don't hurt yourself don't don't Thank pull you. a don't pull a cog 
Thank you. Yeah, I'm just walking it backwards. All right. Um, and he reaches down to, to help you carry one uh, Penelope as well. Um, so I'm not going to have you roll for it since you're both carrying at the same time. But as you're carrying up the, the barrel, all, all three of you, he, he speaks over the edge of it. So uh, were you, are you the strays that Millie brought on? I wouldn't consider myself a stray, but yes, we did come with Millie. What's your deal? Why are you here? Other than the fact that you fled from that fire, which, hell, that was quite a sight to see. I look over at Penny. She's called herself, like, our leader. And I think at this point, I'm like, I'd rather her do the talking. I don't have that much <laughs> charisma. And I just kind of, like, mix it. Oh, I don't know what to say. I just start to like say, oh, fire. Oh, yes, there was a huge fire and we ran away from it and ended up on this boat. And now we're with you. And now we're going to help with this boat that we love. So did, that, did I answer your question? Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess so. I mean, do you heaven. do you know, Starbuck, do you know Agatha and uh, Felix and Safi? I mean, I met him. Uh, yeah, I met him a little bit yesterday. Yeah, Agatha's been conversing with the captain. Looks like we have a few new coordinates to set with Millie. Um, we got somewhere to st- drop you guys off before we go on to our next port. So are, are you with them? Are you going to go with uh, those three? Or are you going I, to be with us on the long haul? I, I don't know. I'll, I guess. I think for now I'm with Penelope and... And Awen here, so I, th- I suppose we'll decide that together, whether that's on this boat or, or to some mysterious island or somewhere else. But for now, we are together, wherever that might be. Sir, may I ask, what is the long haul? The l- you mean, like, where, where's the next port? Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, where are you guys going? We're always going, but we're, we're just headed towards the, the far western coast, and there's a few larger port cities that we uh, regularly hit up, but as for me, I mean, if you want to know personally, pretty lady, I'm, I'm tormented with an everlasting itch for things remote, so I'm on this for the long haul. It, did you have a personal audience with my cousin? Ahab? Oh, yes, we, we've, we've met the fellow, and... Quite a good chap, and and, and he uh, offered to uh, transport us to wherever we need to go as long as we helped. That's why I'm carrying this rather heavy barrel while carrying on a conversation with you. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we, we've talked to him. Well, he did say that my, one of my jobs was to soothe his soul in some way, I guess, so... He, uh, he sets down the, the barrel, um, and you do as well. Um, and kind of pausing, he looks over the rim at you, Awen, and he said, Sue this soul. What exactly, what exactly do you think of him? Of Ahab? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, he seemed like a salty sailor to me. Uh, I don't know too many men of the sea. I guess, can I, can I roll perception? What did I think? I guess, I don't know what I thought of him at the time. Why don't you roll insight? Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's, I rolled a natural 18 plus four. Yeah, you, when you were talking with Captain Ahab, you were kind of getting this feel that something is tormenting him and something like seems agitated. 
So okay. something seems off, not as in like there's something nefarious about him. Instead, like something's off as in like he, he's distracted. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, when we were talking to him, he did seem a little distraught, I guess. I mean, you're his cousin. Did he have any kind of weird things going on? Hmm. You know, I don't know exactly what's the matter with him, but he keeps close inside his quarters. Sort of sick, and yet he don't look so. In fact, he ain't sick. But no, he isn't well either. He did seem rather sad behind the eyes, but I assumed that was just living and sleeping on this boat all day. I thought that would happen to anyone, but, but you're that. saying it's but you're saying it's something different. It's not just this ship. It's something has he has he not always been this way? This is this is something recent? Tell me, what do you know about tieflings? I know we hear a lot of negative things about us, but what do you know about them? I believe don't don't they get their power from demons or or some higher power? Is that what's special about tieflings? They have horns sometimes out of their head, I believe. Many of us do, like like all of us. You'll you'll notice that the three of us, I mean, we're all related, so we have very, very similar appearances. And you do, like you you see that they have uh all three of them they have um because you've seen his son is as well around. So you notice that there have been three tieflings on this boat so far, and all of them have small horns um at their uh, temples. Um, it's not like a Hellboy where he has like the huge horns or anything like that. They're just like little horns. Right. What about what about what I said about um? Can you confirm mm-hmm. or deny about their getting their power from uh, demons or something like that? We're descended. That at some point there there is an infernal bloodline to our ancestry. So at some point somebody in our family. Uh, had relations with uh <laughs> with a demon and that's uh it pops up every so often and so it this conversation uh, is getting so intimate in a way that i am not comfortable with yes yeah, starbuck why did you ask us what we know about tieflings how does that relate to your cousin ahab we are descended from our bloodline has demonic presence in it of course but this is no regular demon, and although it hasn't really been an issue for me, it's just kind of part of my ancestry. As of late, it just seems Captain Ahab has been obsessed about it. I think his side of the family, more than mine, has been experiencing more trauma and, and even more, more suffering from it, um, but he's been talking more and more of this demon we're descended from. And I want nothing to do with it, but that's all he'll talk about with regards to our family. Mr. Bucks, uh, Mr. Buck, Starbuck, um, mm. do you, I, this might be a personal question. It is a personal question, and if you don't want to answer it, that's totally fine. But uh, do you know the name of the demon that you descend from? Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. Uh, his name is Moby Dick. And he's not just your average demon. He's often appearing in the form of an enormous white whale, which is quite fitting because so much of our family has spent its life on the seas. Would I have heard of Moby Dick? Why don't you roll a history check for me? Okay. 
and that is a six. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I would, <laughs> we could even say that with how much of a time on land and your emphasis on that, right, you, right. you don't know much about the seas in general and maybe even avoid topics having to do with um, infernal bloodlines or demonic realms. Cool. It sounds like none of us are really attuned with the sea or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, he makes a big deal out of it, and he's become quite obsessive to the point where, honestly, between you and me, I'm not sure how well he is leading this ship as of late. Should Should I bring him a warm cup of tea? A warm cup of tea can fix anything. I swear it. I mean, you're welcome to try. Uh, he, he's, not, he's not a mean man or anything like that, and perhaps he would unload and, and bear his soul to you, especially if he's already said that there's a way you can help him. Maybe he's willing to talk to you since there's, you, know, you have no dog in the fight. Penelope looks at the guys with the knowing look of like, like with the look of like, I know what we're all thinking. And then I go, Mr. Starbucks, Interestingly enough, I was coy about our background earlier, but I think it's fair to tell you that we actually are a gang, and I am the leader of this gang, and that we solve problems. We are problem solvers. So if there is something, and we do it for a very reasonable rate, or favors, or barrels of mead. So if you have something you would like us to do, whether it be spying on your cousin, or speaking to him, or moving this story along in any particular shape or form while we're on this boat (laughs) we are here for you you know you you make an interesting proposition and i mean yeah for for uh an amount of mead that you'd be happy with if if you could talk to my cousin and try to get him to see reason maybe that this this chasing of this moby dick is is just a pipe dream of his wait 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 i'm I'm sorry mr starbuck you you're currently chasing this this whale demon? He's been chasing him for the past few years in a way and I don't know what happened, but um yeah, he he's always keeping that of course we've been able to do our shipments, you know, as a merchant ship and and bring in our trading pieces on time, uh, especially to our most loyal customers, but I've just seen an agitation in him as of late, and if you could talk to him and maybe get him to see reason, because I have not been able to, um, and, and I would hate to see just his lack of leadership turn against him. But yes, if you can convince him that this Moby Dick is, is nothing, it's, it's a pipe dream, it's not worth it, and just to see that life is real and, and we, we, we get some value out of the money we make and the commerce we do, not this hunting of some beast, as he calls it. It's really going to help us with our business. So, yeah, if you can talk him out of it, you got your share of the mead. The problem solvers are on it. But what we need from you is any other interesting facts about your cousin, Captain Ahab. Does he have any weaknesses, weird fascinations, any f- fans of sea, any sea shanties that he's particularly weak to? Um, does he, is he a cat person? No, he, he's not a cat person. He's, he's not really an animal person at all. He, he doesn't like animals. Um, I mean, I was gonna say, it sounds like he's a bit of a whale person, if you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean, but <laughs> Fair he, enough. yeah, he, 
I mean, he has a lot of physical weaknesses. I mean, he's, as you can see, he's, he's grown older. And you, you would have noticed this before. Like, he looks like he's probably in his late 60s. Um, so he, you know, he's missing part of his right leg. Um, perhaps he, he doesn't show it off that well, but if you actually get him walking around, he'll, you notice he, he has a part of a peg for a leg and, uh, this large scar of a birthmark that runs up the side of his, his body. And so it's just the right side of his body is just ruined. Um, so with regards to that, physically, yes, he has lots of weaknesses, but I don't know why that would help you. Um, why is it ruined? What happened that the right side of his body, I feel like that's the thing to lead with. How did the right side of his body get ruined? He claims that it was Moby Dick. He claims that it was, I don't know. I haven't been his second mate uh, for that long. I, I've only joined within the past six months, you know, once my son and I were changing ships and so we thought we'd but stick you are family. family you are family we're, we're on different sides of the family our, our moms are sisters yeah but he has been very distant um much like his father was and so it's just something where i was hoping to get closer with family and and to get to know one another but I, I did not know that he was like this he's he's never really around that much at our family gatherings as it were so he he tells us that he got it from that demon well. Um, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I wonder if it's a lark. But he's family, so I kind of go along with it. Anyways, I got to get going with unloading this and uh, serving it out to the crew and, and making sure everybody's tip-top shape, you know, first mate duties. So if you want to go talk to him, great. But I got stuff to do, and... Well, it's getting a little dark, too, so you might want to turn in soon as well. Bright and early mornings here on the ship. Now that you're all patched up, we'll expect you to uh, help out and work as much as possible. And so he takes his leave. Um, the three of you now have this decision. It is getting time to uh, sleep. It is getting time to turn in. So you can go to bed or you can try and talk to uh, Captain Ahab. It's up to you. I turn to... Penelope and I say the the problem solvers I, I think we can do better than that but that's another question I think if we were to go to Captain Ahab's chambers right now we might I know I'm prone to put my foot in my mouth maybe we should huddle up and it is getting rather late and, we'll, and I'm still reeling from Dr. Frankenstein's hell maze he put us through perhaps should we, we should go to all our resting quarters and and discuss a plan so that we tomorrow first thing we can we can go to his chambers and and, and talk to him the right way what do you think about that's the that? kind of thing that's going to make you second in command so oh, I really leader it's still on the, it's still on the whoa. table whoa oh, come on i now. think but all three of us are equal we all need each other we're three uh, equal right. well, we'll, we'll, vote, we'll vote on it here. We'll okay. vote on that later, but um, uh, I think that's an excellent idea. So, Bert, you, Bertie, why don't you head to your your corner that we we saw earlier on deck? I heard that was a, a lie. Bit. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> Make me sleep I've, with the how rats. How would I know? Like, it just looked so comfortable. I'm, I'm. You made me sleep, and I'm seeing Pip's family run around me, and the little filthy rats just running around. <laughs> uh, no, I'll go sleep on a proper I, bed this evening. I, how am I going to know the layout? It's not Penny's boat. 
And just to make you feel uncomfortable, uh, Awen and I will just stare at you all night with our eyes open as we not sleep, as we stare at you. That's what you Perfect. Miss Bertram. Enjoy it. <laughs> Mrs. Bertram, that's weird. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we go, we go to bed. As you all start to drift off to sleep, you hear what sounds like a loud howling of wind mingled with the thundering roar of water building in intensity above deck. I'm guessing your curiosity getting the best of you. You at the very least peek out above deck to see what this whole commotion is. You see those who are working and manning the deck, those who are still awake uh, for this first watch, are running around in a frenzy, and even Captain Ahab himself has emerged from his own quarters. The winds now becomes a whirling torrent of air and water, and as the sound continues to increase in volume, a dagger-like shape slashes down onto the exposed deck. Immediately, the deep roaring ceases, and you see before you a lone figure. His bare face and body is covered in seaweed, sea stars, and some sponges. Kind of like uh, the dad of uh, Will Turner in... Um, yeah, right. Boot, bootstrap <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bootstrap Bill. Um, but malevolent looking. I come in the name of Moby Dick, the master beneath the seas. And you see Captain Ahab's sturdy frame start to shake, his hands hardening into fists at his side and his eyes beginning to gleam with a steady rage. Your allegiance in the form of a tribute of your most precious items is required of you, as always, Ahab. We do this every so often, and it's time for you to pay. Else... My master himself will arrive in exactly one day to reclaim what belongs to him. You see this rage start to build up in this man, and in a defiant act, he shouts out, You'll never have what you want from me! You won't have me crew, you won't have me ship! This is done! Tell your master he can come himself, but I will slay him myself." A slow cackle starts to rise from the throat of this creature in front of you. <laughs> he said you would do that. Perhaps you need to be reminded of exactly your place in your bloodline. And snapping his finger, a rush of water comes from seemingly nowhere, not even from the ocean itself, but it just materializes out of nowhere and slices like lightning towards the younger tiefling, who you now know is named Tashtego, Starbuck's son. And he barely has a chance to shout out before the water enters in through his mouth and his nose. And as he opens his mouth in a silent scream, you hear deep gurgling. He grabs at his neck and claws, Starbuck rushing over to try and assist, yelling out for someone to do something, to do anything. You also see Captain Ahab stand stock still, his eyes raging and just staring at this new figure. Moments pass by, 
It could have been an hour. It could have been seconds. But what you see horrifies you. And that is that this water that had entered into him gurgles out and it slowly pours out of his eyes, his nose, his mouth in a red gush, foaming and spreading across the floorboards as his lifeless body falls. You know that perhaps this Moby Dick, this demon who you heard mentioned earlier, is not just someone that you can't mess with, but someone that you need to destroy. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic, but untrusting, and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You, you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An now. adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met, and that includes Rascal Gar, the cataclysmically reckless, from the former Arajanon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I going to function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are.